Okay, so so we're gonna pick it up from Dafheim at Aleph to the top of the Amid. So we were trying to figure out how do you know that I say is say right? Because you have a pasuk to tell you that you don't do yibum uh, when she's in erva. So first we said, why would you say that? Meaning, why do you need a pasuk for? I say is not a dechalosa say sheish bekaris. Then, in general, what's the source of I say dechalosa say? So we haven't answered the first question. The second question got us into a whole tangent. As to what's the source of Asidah Cholosis? So we said the source is smuchim that sitzis overrides shotness that you wear, uh, you wear, but you put wool on a linen baggage in order to make the mitzvah tzitzis. From smuchim, I there are those that don't hold the smuchim. The answer is yeah, but the words are extra. What's the extra? Because it said uh, baggage, it says semiru pishtim yachtov. It says wool and linen, and according to Tanderbeir Vishmol, you don't need that because they Tanderbeir Vishmol holds that every time it says the word. Begit in the Torah. It means wool and linen. So you don't need wool and linen to be said. So those words are extra to allow you to make the drosha of smuchim. So the Gemara says, top of the Amatinach, Latan the Shmal. So this all fits according to the Shmal, who say that the word Begit equals Semrupishin, rendering the word Semrupishin extra. But according to the Rabbonon, that they don't darshan like Tan Shmal. They don't hold that Begin means Semerapishtin. Begin can mean anything. So you need Semerapishtin to tell you that Shatnes is wool and linen. So it's not, there's nothing extra in the Pasuk. If nothing extra in the Pasuk, then how do you darshan smuchim according to Rabbi Yehuda? And if you don't darshan smuchim, then how do you know Asay is docholosase? So the Gemara says, you're right. A new source for Asay docholosase, not from Tzitzis, because there's nothing extra. Rather, and we'll come back to it, Nafkalahume Rosho. It's learned out from Rosho. This is talking about a mitzora. A mitzora is obviously someone who has saras. So the halach is that when a saras is healed, he has to, um, part of the tahara process is he shaves his whole body. The Pasuk says you shave your head, your beard, and your whole body. So the question is, why does it have to say your head? Once it says you shave your whole body, I know that you have to you know, shave your head. Titania, what does it have to say that the mitzora shaves his head? I already know this. Because it says to shave your whole body. So the reason is, it says in the Pasuk, you shall not use a shaver to cut off your uh, to cut off your payas. Meaning, you're not allowed to cut off the payas. So because you're not allowed to cut off the payas, there's a low say. You need the Pasuk to say that say of the Tahara process is docha the losase, that a Mitzorah shaves his head even though he's shaving off of the payas, which is not allowed. It's still required to, to shave off the head, to shave the entire head, the entire body, because you have the assay of the mitzorah, is docha the los of cutting off the payas. It says, you shall not cut off the round the sides of your head, which is the iser of cutting payas. So I might think that a mitzorah is not allowed to cut off his payas. That's why the word rosha. So you see, this is the source. Assay, the assay, the positive command of the Tara process of the mitzorah, is docha the losase overrides the losase, which is the negative commandment of cutting off your payas. Now, the Gemara assumes that when you shave your entire head, there, meaning including the payas, there is a biblical uh, isser in doing so. And the reason why you're allowed to is because I say is docholos say. Now, there was an opinion out there in Tanoim that held that there's no isser of cutting off your entire head, shaving off your entire head. There was an opinion, we don't pass this over, there was an opinion that held that the isser is is only when you cut off the payas but leave the rest of the head, meaning literally just cut off the payas, but the rest of the head is there. But if you actually shave your entire head bald, there was an opinion out there that there's no losase. So therefore, the source that I say is docha losase, which is that you have a mitzvah 
to shave off the head of the Mitzorah, even though it involves shaving off the payas, this is assuming that shaving off the entire head is biblically forbidden, even though you're not leaving any part of the hair. And the Gemara says, This follows the view, that shaving off the entire head, including the payas, meaning not just cutting off the payas, leaving the hair, bald, Ligamri is a biblical prohibition, and why it's allowed is because the positive command of the Mitzorah overrides. So this is the source of Asay is Dochelos Asay. That's the source. And that's the source for the entire Torah. Now here's the problem. The Gemara says, how could this be the source of the entire Torah? Because Malav Da'akofa, the problem is this losase, this ase dochalosase of Peis, Shekin Lav Shein Shav It doesn't apply to everyone. Meaning, if you're going to have a source to apply to all situations, this is the source that ase is dochalosase in all situations. The problem is this is a lav that only applies to men. There's no iser of a woman shaving off her Peis. A woman is allowed to shave off her Peis. It's dafka for men. So this lav is is a is a unique type of love. So how do you say this is the source of Asei Docholos say for all concepts? The problem is, this only applies to men. So how do you, how could this be the source for Los Aseis that apply for both men and women? It's not a love that applies to everyone, meaning it's not a love that applies to women. It's a love that only applies to men. Therefore, it's not a good source for a other Los Aseis which applies to men and women. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. Fine. So let's find a different source for Asei Docholos. Let's say it's, it's learned from the beard. Meaning, that same Pasuk that describes the Mitzorah, it says that you also have to shave off the beard. And the same question, Zitanya. Why does the Pasuk have to say this? It already says you have to shave off the whole body. Why does it have to specify the beard? Because it says regarding Kohanim. Now, men are not allowed to uh, shave their beards with a blade, with a knife. That's called Now, the truth is... Um, it, well, the Pasuk is specifically referring to Kohanim, but it's learned out to Yisraelim. So this is the source that you're not allowed to use a knife to shave your beard. Right, so we already said that the Asei Docholosa say by Peyes, and now we're saying the Asei, now we're saying also there's a Losa say in shaving off the beard. Yet a Mitzorah still overrides it. So you see that a Mitzorah is allowed to shave off his beard with a blade, even though it's normally Aser. Why? Because Asei is Docholosa say. Now, it's the same problem. This is the same issue, right? You now have two Asei Docholos Aseis, one by the beard and one by the Peis. The Peis we rejected as being the source because it only applies to men. The beard also only applies to men. There's no reason for a woman to shave her face. So it's it's Viter. It's not a good source, right? You have the source that every man has to shave off his Peis if he's a Mitzorah, even though there's normally Aser, Asei Docholos Aseis. Then there's an Alos say that a Kohen is not allowed to shave off his beard. Again, we apply it to all Yisraelim, but it's specifically said by a Kohen. The Kohen's not allowed to shave off his beard with a knife, with a blade. But he's allowed to if he's a Mitzayra. Oh, so that's the source. The problem is the same problem, right? Both those Asei Cholosa says only apply to a subset of the people, which is men and not women. So what's the answer? The answer is, You're right. The first one we rejected, right? We brought the Peis and we said, nah, that's not a good source because that only applies to men. We want Asei Cholosa say that applies to all situations. So we found the second one. The second one has the same problem, but then it becomes superfluous, Right? The shaving of the beard is also the same thing, which is that's only a source for a losa say that applies to men. I need a losa say that's for both that's unisex for men and women. The answer is, well, why do you need this? I already have the payas. So you have the payas, which is asidokalosa say that it's only a subset of people. Then you have the beard, which is asidokalosa say it's only a subset of people. So why do you need both? The answer is, well, 
if the if the pay is is teaching you aseidah halos to say when there's a subset, the beard is teaching aseidah halos to say in all situations. It may no Indian if it's not necessary. to teach aseidah halos to say when the halos say is only subset to people because I already have that from the pay is Let's use the beard for all situations. Okay. Meaning, yeah. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. No. Still, you could reject this. Right now, we're saying that say is learned out from the beard. That uh, the fact that a mitzayra who's a kayan shaves off his beard with a blade, even though that's not allowed, but the atzei of the mitzayra overrides. I, it's for a subset of people. The answer is, but I already had a subset once with the pays. So this second subset is like extra suits to teach you that say in all situations. The Gemara says it's not extra. So you might think shani kehanim. Because Kahanim have so many extra mitzvahs. The, the problem is, we're assuming that this beard, this beard, uh, is completely superfluous. Because I already know, by the payas. So why do I need the beard? So he said, well, it's extra to teach you that in all situations. The problem is, it's not extra. Why? By the payas, that's one. That tells you that when there's a losa say that it affects a subset of people, fine. Then you the beard. We thought the beard is superfluous, but it's not superfluous. Why? This is talking about kehanim. I might think that Aseiz Dochalos to say regularly, but not for kehanim. Kehanim have so many extra stringencies and halachas, you could see that the Pasuk saying, listen, Aseiz Dochalos to say for payas, but for a beard, which is related to kehanim, no. You need that second Aseiz Dochalos to say, not that it's extra to teach you. You need it to tell you that even a koyin has Aseiz Dochalos to say. So it's not extra anymore. So we had two Asei Dechalosa says, both affect a subset of people, which is a problem, because then I can't apply it to other situations. The pay is, is for men only. The beard is also for men only, but it's telling you that Kehanim also have Asei Dechalosa say when it only affects a subset of people. So we're back to the original question. We don't have Asei Dechalosa say for all situations. The answer is, okay, I got another one. I have another Pasuk of Roisha. Now, right, till now we said Roisha was telling you that a Metzayra shaves off his pace. There's a different Tana who darshans the word Roisha differently. Tana Roisha, Matam Aloymar, Lefisha Nemer Salo Yava Roishai, Shemani Af Metzayra, Venozer Kain, Tam Aloymar Roishai. This Tana doesn't use Roisha to tell you that you're allowed to shave off a pace when you're a Metzayra. I guess they know that from other situations. He uses Roisha to tell you the following situation. What if you have a man who's a Metzayra and he's a Nozer? And he becomes Tahar, his, his Mitzvah ends. So how do I know that he's allowed to not only shave off his payas, which is a problem number one, he's also a Nazir, right? So how do I know that the Asay of Mitzvah overrides the Naziris, that a Nazir who's normally not allowed to shave? And he has payas, which he's not allowed to cut, but still he cuts it with a blade when he's purifying himself from Tzaras. That's what the Pasuk is telling you. That's an Asay Docholosa say. And by the way, women could be Nazirim as well. So therefore you have an Asay Docholosa say. So it's an Asay Docholosa say for men and women as well. So the Asay Docholosa say right now for all Torah is the fact that a Nazir shaves off his or her head when the Mitzorah process is finished. Now, okay, that's good. So we're learning out from a Nazir. Here are the problem. Ikala Mifrach, Mala Nazir the Mitzorah. The problem is Nazir is not a good source. Why? Naziris, by its definition, is not as severe of a prohibition. Why? Because you can get a rabbi to release you. Naziris is like a nether, right? If someone makes himself a nazir, and then he wants to renege, he can go and have, like, hataris nadarim. You could do hataris naziris. 
So the, the, what's your source that I say is dochalosase? Because you have, you override the losase of Naziris. Naziris by its definition is a more lenient situation. Therefore it's not comparable to pork or to other losases which are not lenient. I'll prove it to you that Naziris is more lenient. Here's the problem, I'll, I'll prove it to you. We have a rule, ase is dochalosase, right? But ase is not a doha losase shiish vase. Meaning, if you have a losase that also has an ase with it, like yomtif, yomtif is a losase and an ase. It's both. One ase is not doha, a losase that has an ase with it. So let me ask you a question. Right now, we just got finished saying that you could override one of the sources of ase. Doha losase is learned out from Naziris, from a Nazir. A Nazir is a losase, but it's also an ase. So this, it doesn't work in general. So we, we have a rule generally that ase is not doha losase and ase. Why not? Learn out from Naziris. What's the answer? Naziris is different because because you could do Ataris Adarim. So you already acknowledge Naziris is different. If Naziris is different, then it's not a good source anyway. Meaning, I already proved it to you it's not a good source because why don't you learn out Asay Docholosa Seva Asay? What's the answer? Eh, Naziris is not a good source. The answer is we don't learn out from Naziris because Naziris can be, uh, you could get a rabbi to annul it. That by definition means that the Losa Say is more weak. That's why it's being overrode. And I'll prove it to you. We don't learn out that Ase is Docholos Seva Ase from Nazir because Nazir is different. So if Nazir is different, then it's not a good source. So we're back to our original question. What is the source for Ase Docholos Ase if you don't hold like Ton of the Bear of Yishmael? Because again, we, we wanted to originally go with Tzitzis, but you need some extra words. So Ton of the Bear of Yishmael held the word Beged equals Semerapishan, which means Semerapishan are extra. So that was his source. The problem is the Rabbanu don't hold like that. So where are the extra words? Ella Oilam, go to the next page. Mikrakama, really go back to Tzitzis. And we're going to make it work with tzitzis being the source. I, what are the extra words? I'll tell you the extra words. Lema kro tzitzis tasalacha. Gedilim lomeli. You know what the extra word is? Gedilim. Right? You have the two psokim. One is the iser of shatnes, and one is the mitzvah tzitzis. So we're trying to figure out some extra words in these psokim. So gedilim could be extra. Fringes. You could just say tzitzis. Why do you have to say gedilim? So gedilim is extra. Shmami no lafnuya. So it's extra to tell you that concept. The Gemara says, no. Gedilim is not extra. You know what Gedilim tells you? Gedilim tells you how many strings to put in each corner, right? How many strings are in each corner of your tzitzis? It's four. It's four doubled over, right? You take four, you put them through, and it turns into eight. How do you get that from? I'll tell you why. Gedil, Gedil means a double fringe, a double string. Gedil means like a twin string. So Gedil, by definition, means two strings. And it says Gedilim, which is plural. It's four. Arba. That to take the the four strings and to th- put it through, so you see. And by the way, also. Um, yeah, and by the way, also I say gedil The fact that the pasuk says gedil, you see, gedil also not only does it imply the numbers, it also implies that they're spun together. Like you know how like on the tzitzis they're wrapped around. That's gedil. But then, pisil implies a thread hanging. So the source that are tzitzis, which is partially, you know, partially strings and partially wrapped around, that's from gedil and pisil. Pisil techeles and gedilim. So the point is, gedilim is not extra. It's to tell you, A, the amount, and it's to tell you that part of the corners, you have to wrap the things around and to make knots and all that stuff. So it's not extra. So the says, okay, fine. I'll tell you extra words. You know what's extra? The word yachtav. What do you need yachta for? It says don't have shatnas. What do you need yachta together? Shatnas means together. What do you need yachta? So, that's extra. The Gemara says no. 
it's not extra. Akati mi boile, it's still not extra. Why? You know what you know what the halach is? Let's say you have a wool, a, a strip of wool and a strip of linen, and you want to put them like to make like a shirt out of it. So the halacha is if you take a thread and just go through the needle once, once through, that's not considered united as one to make it wool and linen together. It's only a problem if you go through twice, meaning you go in and out. Like when you're sewing, you put the needle in and you put the needle out, so the needle goes through twice. If the needle went through twice, then it's together. If it went through once, just literally take a needle, take a, a piece of wool, a piece of linen, and put, put it through, so now they're technically strung together by this one string. That is not a problem of on a biblical level, of shatnas. Why? Because it's yachtav. Yachtav means they have to be one unit. So you see, yachtav is not extra. It's telling you that you have to put the needle in twice. So the Gemara says, okay, I'll find another source. You know it's extra? The word shatnas. The word shatnas is extra. So the Gemara says, "What's extra is the word shatnas, because the pasuk could say don't put one linen together.' What do you do the word shatnas for? So that must be the extra word to tell you, to allow you to darshan smuchim, so that you could have ase docholosase." The Gemara says, "Wait a minute, akatmi boile, but it's still not extra. Why? Acheshua tavavenuz. Shatnas is an acronym for shua tavavenuz, which means that for wool and linen to be a problem, if they're let's say they're woven together, it's only a problem if they're shua, they're smoothed." Tavui, which means spun, spun, and nuz woven. The halacha is, it's only a problem with shatna is if the wool linen are combed, then spun, mean combed until they're smooth, then they're spun, and then woven into the fabric. So if you just have like a piece of wool and a piece of linen and you push them together and they're not spun and woven, then it's not biblically forbidden. So shatna is not extra, it's a teach you that halacha. So the Gemara says, Elakula mishatnez nafka. The answer is, it is extra. Meaning, um, we learn out both from shatnas. How so? So, I think the answer is like this. Um, the, the, what the Torah is trying to convey of them being together, you don't need the word shatnas. Shatnas is an extra word. The fact, therefore, it's extra to tell you smuchim. I, the, Hashem, decided to give you an extra word. So the extra word, that's to tell you smuchim. Which word Hashem chose? Hashem chose specifically a word that tells you shuatav v'nuz. But the, the entire word happens to be extra. It's an interesting thing. I just want to check the article, see if this. Torah could have conveyed the basic prohibition of Shana's by writing, you shall not wear wool and it together. But added a word to the verse in order to teach us. It's interesting. That's the Gemara looks at. That the word Shana's is extra to tell you smuchim. The extra word that Hashem chose because it could have said klayim. It could have said other words. So Hashem wanted an extra word to be used. The extra word that he used happened to be picked a word that to teach you that. It's it's a subtle, it's a subtlety. But that's that's the that's the source. So back to the question that we had in yesterday's daf, which is you need a Pasik to tell me not to do Yibum when one of them is an erva, like a daughter. And we learned it out from Achais Ishtoi. The question is, Aleha from Achais Ishtoi. The question is, what do you need this for? Asay is not Docha Alosa say that has Kares. Meaning, this is not just the Asay of Yibam, right? Why would you Why would you need a Pasuk? Because if not for the Pasuk, I would say you do Yibam. Why? Because the Asay of Yibam is Docha, what Alosa say? But we, we just had a daf finding the source. The source of Tzitzis. That won't that won't apply to this case. This is Alosa Asay Sheishbo Kares. There's no source that Alosa Asay is Docha Alosa Sheishbo Kares. 
The Gemara is Ashkech in Dasi Asay Vidachli Losa Se Grado Losa Shuv Rikar Se Chashkechesla. The Itzur Halala Mesa. So look back to the original question we had yesterday, which is why do you need the word Aleha? You don't need the word Aleha. You don't need to have a source. The, the, if you ask me, why do you not do Yibam when it's your daughter? Because it's Kares. You don't have a source for that. So the Gemara says, so to the end of the daf today, we're going to try to find, maybe we should find sources of Aseid being Doha Alosa Seshish Bokares and learn out from it. That's what that's the Gemara is going to attempt to do. The Gemara says, well, I'll tell you, there are certain Los Aseis that have Kares, that Asei is Doha, and maybe that's why you need a Pasuk, because I would learn, I would apply Yibam to those cases. Let's go through each one. Nelef Mimila, Brismila, right? Brismila is Asei, and what happens when the eighth day is on Shabbos? We desecrate Shabbos. Now, Shabbos is a losase sheishbo kares. It's a losase that has with it the severity of kares. And you see that Mila overrides it. So maybe I would learn out Yibam from Bris Mila. The Gemara says, but wait a minute. Mala Mila. The problem is, bris is different. Why? Bris is not a regular mitzvah that you could apply to other cases. Regarding the bris, the Torah uses the word bris, covenant, 13 times. It's, it's one of the most chashavah, strongest mitzvahs that we have. So you can't apply that to Yibam. Back to the drawing board. Okay, learn out from Pesach, carbon Pesach. Right, the carbon Pesach, which is a mitzvah, override Shabbos. Right, you bring the carbon Pesach on Shabbos. That's an assay. Being docha losa seishish bokaris, the Gemara says, "But wait a minute, mala pesach shekin kares." That's also not fair. You can't apply yibum to pesach. Why? Because the karm pesach. If you don't bring the karm pesach, you know what Avera you did. You get kares. So it's not a regular mitzvah. It's a very very strong mitzvah. Not something that yibum could be compared to. The Gemara says, "Okay, mitamid learn out from the carbon tamid." Right? The carbon tamid was a carbon that was brought. It's a mitzvah to bring the carbon tamid and it overrode Shabbos. So you see, Asay is docholos, Asay sheish bokaris. But the problem is, Malatamid shekin tadir. Tamid is not a fair mitzvah, it's not comparable, right? Because Tamid is also a very strong mitzvah. Why? Because it's consistent, it's every single day. How do you compare that to Yibam, which, which happens maybe once in a lifetime? So, they, so we can't learn out. So you have three mitzvahs that override uh, Shabbos, that is Alos sheish bokaris. You have Bris Mila, Karm Pesach, and Tamid. Each one on its own, you cannot learn out Yibam from. So the Gemara says, okay, maybe we can learn out from two of the three, right? Can't learn out one-on-one, you have like Yibam, like each one, like Yibam to Brismila, no, because Brismila has Shalosh Brisa, Shalosh Brisa, Brismila, Yibam to Pesach's Karis, Yibam to Tamid is Tadir. So let's learn out from two, two out of three. Ma'ay which two? Mila and Pesach. Let's learn out from Brismila and Pesach. Okay. The problem is, Shekin Kares. Mila and Pesach both have Kares. If a, if a kid doesn't have a bris Mila, he gets Kares. If a person doesn't bring Karm Pesach, he gets Kares. So you see that's a very, very strong mitzvah, say. It's not something that you compare to. Okay, so those two are out. Pesach and Tamid. Let's learn now from Karm Pesach and Tamid. The problem is, Pesach and Tamid are both Karbanos. Karbanos are different. Tzarech Gavoya. There's a certain Reach Nichayach that Hashem has from Karbanos, and it's not something that Yibam could be compared to. Memila and Tamid. Let's learn from bris Mila and Tamid. The problem with Mila and Tamid are also unique. That they were both, um, both were were given before Harsinai. Shekain Yeshen Lefnei Adiba, right? We know that the Bris Mila was given to Avram Avinu and the Carbon Tamid. Remember, we had this whole discussion. Aliba the Manomar Eilus Shekrivi Sovim Midbar Eilus Tamidu. We know that the Jewish people brought Carbonus before Harsinai, and according to one opinion, it was the Carbon Tamid. According to others, it was the um, was the Carbon Pesach. No, not Carbon Pesach. It was either the Tamid. Or Oilas Ria, that was it, it was in Chakika, it was Oilas Ria. So you see, according to the view that it was the Oilas Tamid, it was the Tamid, so you see the Tamid and the Brismila were both applied before Harsinai. You can't compare Yibam to that, because Yibam, there was no Mitzvah Yibam before Harsinai, at least in the classical sense. 
Mekulanami, and the truth is that's, and you can't learn that from all three, because carbon Pesach, carbon Tamid, and Brismila all applied before Harsinai. So we're back to the original question, which is, why would I say, why do I need a Pesach to tell me not to do Yibam when it's a daughter? Why would I think you do? I say of Yibam is not the Ochalos So the answer is, it's Terech. I'll tell you why I need a Pesach. I mean, I might think, that you should learn it out from Kivar of Aim. We find by Kivar of Aim, the Tanya, Yochel Yehei Kivar of Aim Docha Shabbos. The Gemara has the following situation. Let's say a father says to the son, I want you to desecrate Shabbos. So you have Kivar of Aim. The Gemara says, You might think that you should actually do it, that the Asay of Kivar of Aim is Docha Shabbos. Tamalomer Ishimovaviv Tirovesh Absaisishishmaru. So why do you not? Kulcham Chayem Mechvodi, because the Pasuk puts um, keeping Shabbos and Kivar of Aim in the same Pasuk to tell you. That just like the parents have to keep Shabbos, so do you. Uh, so do you have to. So do, just just like the parents have to keep Shabbos, they don't have the right to tell you to desecrate Shabbos. So you see from there that if not for this pasuk, Kibravim would actually override Shabbos. My love, the Bashali, is it not referring to a case where the father tells him you should shecht, you should cook for me, and and you might think that you should override it. The time the meaning if not for the pasuk, I would actually say that the asay of kivravim is actually docha shabbos. So you see, and that's kares. So you see that asay would be docha losa say sheishbo kares. So too, you need a pasuk by yibam. The same way you need a pasuk to tell you not to do kivravim. So too, you need a pasuk to tell you not to do yibam by an erva. The Gemara says loy. No, and we'll end with this. Go to the next page. Lav de mechamer. The case where kivravim, where you might think it's docha shabbos, is not where he's telling you to cook. Because cooking on Shabbos is kares. It's specifically where he told you to do the Isser of Mechamer. The Isser of Mechamer is walking, leading an animal that has stuff on his back. There's a there's a losa say of leading an animal that has stuff on his back, but it's not the type of punishment that gets you kares or the death penalty. That's what the Pasuk is telling you. Meaning, if the father was telling you to do kares, you wouldn't need a Pasuk, because Asay is not It's specifically where the father is telling you to do the Mechamer. And you might think that Asay should be to that the Torah says not to. But we're still back to the original question, which is why would I think that you would do Yibam? Why do you need a Pasuk for uh, Yibam uh, living with your daughters is Alosa Seshishbukares? I would not assume, why would I assume that you'd be allowed to do that where you need a Pasuk to tell me not like that? All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up on Sunday, Mr.